Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to talk about time management. Where do the best salespeople spend their time? How do they spend their time? But before I jump into that topic, I just want to remind you, I've just launched my new Sales Mastery Academy learning platform. We have about 23 programs, almost 300 video courses. And if you go to salesmasteryacademy.us, again, salesmasteryacademy.us, check out the offer I put on there for you. Again, I've made it so reasonable that everybody will have access to my program. So there's no excuse for you not getting on the platform. I hope to see you inside the Sales Mastery Academy. Now, I want to talk about sales and time management. In the world of selling, there's one thing that will never change, and that is prospecting. If you don't prospect, that means seek out new business clients, your business will eventually fail. There's no way around it. New clients equal new business equals growth. The formula for sales couldn't be easier than that, right? So prospecting is the engine that drives sales in your business. And you know this already. And too often I see a lot of salespeople just sputtering along because they don't have enough prospects in their pipeline. As someone once told me, you can have the finest of clothes, the best sales gear, the script that money can buy, but unless you have a well-maintained prospecting engine, all the above doesn't matter. You won't make the number. Now, I came across a study. There was a guy by the name of Tim Connor, not was, is. There's a guy named Tim Connor who published a book called Soft Selling. Now, this book came out in 2003, but some of the data he has in there based on his research on how people allocate their time, salespeople, was very fascinating, and I want to share it with you, and then we can talk about it and see if it applies today, and I think it does. He said in it, he compared how poor salespeople and successful salespeople manage their selling time differently. He allocated the salesperson's time into six major categories. They were prospecting, sales presentation, service to others, administration, travel, self-improvement. Let me say those again. He allocated the salesperson's time into six major categories. How much time they spend prospecting, doing sales presentation, meeting with the client, service to clients, administration, travel, and self-improvement. And he found that when it came to time management, poor salespeople, poor salespeople allocated their time as follows. They only spent 10% of their time on prospecting, 23% of their time on sales presentations, meeting the client, 15% on servicing others. For example, if a customer has a problem, you get on the phone, you try to resolve it. 30%, this is a big one, 30% of their time was spent on administrative work, right? Like paperwork, entering data into the CRM, so forth and so on. And 20% on travel and only a meager 2% on self-improvement. So that's 10% on prospecting, 23% on sales presentation, 15% on servicing others, 30% on administrative work, 20% on traveling, and only 2% on self-improvement. Now, the numbers are stunning because if you look at that, I mean, 10% of the salesperson's time was only spent on prospecting and a whopping 30% of their time was spent on administrative duties. What is that telling you? 
they're spending more time doing paperwork, administrative work, as opposed to going out and getting prospect. 10% prospecting, 30% of their time is administrative work. Now, this is a warning for managers that sometimes we give so much administrative work to salespeople that we don't allow them to sell. Our goal as managers should be to try to reduce the amount of paperwork, the amount of administrative work that we give our salespeople. By the way, at this moment, I can hear salespeople going, yes, Victor, yes, reduce the paperwork, reduce the administrative work. So the name of the game is turning, you know, again, it's all about finding prospects, getting them into the pipeline. Now, contrast these numbers with what Connor found to be successful people, salespeople. Instead of 10% on prospecting, they spent, for example, 45% on prospecting for new business, 10% on their sales presentation, 20% on the servicing to others, only 5%, down from 30, on administration, 10% on travel, and 10% up from 2% on self-improvement. What a difference. Let's walk through these numbers slowly because there, there's, there's something to be learned in these numbers, you know, about habits of salespeople, the best and the poor. Now, poor, poor salespeople spent 10% of their time prospecting while successful people spent almost five times that amount, 45% of their time prospecting for new business. Let's just pause right there. I'm repeating the obvious, but I really want you to get it. Poor salespeople spend 10% of their time prospecting. Successful salespeople are spending 45%, that's almost half their time, prospecting. They're constantly hunting for new business. Now, while poor people spend 30% of their time doing administrative work, successful people only spend 5% of their time doing administrative work. Now, what I love about that, again, it emphasizes that the burden we put on salespeople shouldn't be for more paperwork, work, more reports, you know, you know, filling in databases, CRM systems, you know. Again, as managers, how can we reduce the administrative load on salespeople so they can spend more of their time selling and prospecting? That's what we want. Also, poor salespeople only spent two. 2% on self-improvement. The top sales performers spent 10% of their time on personal development and growth. In other words, you have to invest time in yourself. Listen carefully. Do not, do not wait for the company to do it for you. If you want to improve yourself, it is up to you. I often hear salespeople say, well, our company doesn't provide this type of training or, you know, self-improvement, you know, uh, I guess workshops that we can go to or some events. It's not their responsibility. It is your responsibility to take responsibility for your education, but more importantly, for your improvement and your motivation, which is why I highly suggest take a look at my new platform that salesmasteryacademy.us. Go to the website, see what I have there. Again, there's programs to help you build your sales power. And again, these, this is interesting data because if you're reading this book or listening to this audio series that I created around this, you know, one of the things you're going to start thinking about is how do I become more successful? What can I do on a daily basis to listen to more podcasts? The fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you're concerned about improving, and I like that. Now, Here's another study that was done earlier. Now, this one was 1987, and I know what you're thinking, Victor, why are you going so far back? Because it's hard to find recent data, and I'm trying to see, you know, can we look at past information, and does it apply to today? 
Stefan Schiffman of DEI Management, who wrote a book called The Cold Calling Techniques That Really Work, kind of looked at the same thing. He said, he said, he says, over a 10-year period, Schiffman study top sales earners who were basically earning between $75,000 and $100,000 a year. And what he found that the top sales earners spent 45% of their time prospecting. 20% of their time was spent on presentation skills, another 20% on product knowledge, 15% of the time was spent on upgrading their sales training skills. But here are the key points. Connor and Schiffman, if we both look at the studies, it's obvious that the most successful salespeople spend 45%, if not half their time, prospecting, and they also invest in themselves. In both cases, in both studies, that is the one consistent point. Prospecting has to be done. At least 40 to 50% of your time should be dedicated to just that. Also, dedicate some time to training skills, upgrading your skill sets, learning, and self-improvement. You can't get away from these two bullet points. And so I really wanted to emphasize that because if today I want you, you're not prospecting as much as you should, maybe you should look at how much time you're allocating. So here's what I'd like you to do. Maybe do an assessment of yourself over the last week or two and ask yourself, how much time did I spend prospecting for new business? How many you know, deals, how many calls did I make? You know, how many calls per day did I make? How many emails did I send out? How much marketing did I do? In other words, how much time did you spend prospecting over the last week or two? And if the number's not close to 40 or 50% of your time, maybe that's an indication that if your sales are struggling, that maybe you need to invest more time. Now, I don't know if 40, 45, 50% is the right number. Only you can determine what that number is. But I guarantee you, it's probably north of 25 or 30% of your time that you have to invest in prospecting. So keep this in mind. And again, don't be afraid to pick up that phone and call customers. We have to prospect and keep that pipeline full. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, again, check out my new sales training platform at salesmasteryacademy.us. Check it out. Again, the training videos are there to help you grow your business and develop yourself. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.